Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm Jerry Snyder. As an elite level athlete, owner of All In Health and Wellness, and author of the book Confidence Through Health, my goal is to help you achieve your goals and dreams using health as the conduit to get there. I want to say thank you to Social Media Cowboys for sponsoring this week's episode of the Confidence Through Health podcast. If you need help with a website, if you need social media needs for your business, if you need help with AdWords, SEO, all those things that you know you should be doing but you are too busy to do or you're too confused about, they are the experts that you need in your corner. If you're interested in launching a podcast such as mine, they help me edit my podcast and do a fantastic job making sure that all of the technical side of it is handled and we launch a nice, neat, edited podcast episode each week. So I want to thank Social Media Cowboys for their continued sponsorship of the Confidence Through Health podcast. You can find them at socialmediacowboys.com or you can find them as well with other sponsors at confidencethroughhealth.com. Howdy and welcome back to the Confidence Through Health podcast. It's your host, Jerry Snyder. I had a client ask me about acid reflux and I thought it might be a good topic to shortly discuss because it is very common and at least the thought that people have acid reflux is very common. And you might have noticed multiple drug companies, pharmaceutical companies that advertise for their medications, both prescription and over-the-counter, to be able to take care of your acid reflux problem because it's so annoying. Now, I'm not trying to say that it's not a problem and it doesn't hurt and it's not annoying because those things are. It's the cause of such program or problem uh, of what's happening in your stomach. Is it truly acid reflux by medical definition of the sphincter on top of your stomach being weak and allowing acid to reflux back up? Because then you need to treat that medically. If it is simply because you don't know how to eat properly, and so when you eat and what you eat causes you to have a stomach that doesn't work efficiently, that then causes acid to come up and reflux up. Um, that's a different scenario. That's a different issue. So if you have the actual problem medically diagnosed and all of that, get treatment and hopefully be able to control it. If you're simply not eating properly and it's causing you to have that, and so you're taking the medication to get rid of the symptoms, but not really attack the cause, then this is an episode for you or for someone you know that has that issue. So what happens is because it, we've all known some, we all know somebody that has had acid reflux and takes an over-the-counter or prescription medication and has to continually take it because it never works and it doesn't help them. And it's not because the medication doesn't work or it doesn't work in their body or whatever. The medication works if it's treating the problem. The problem is the, the problem is not the actual stomach or the sphincter or anything, anything that's actually 
part of your human body. The problem is what you're putting in your human body. And those medications do not treat that. What treats that is you as a person and what goes in your mouth. So let's talk about why, why does this become a problem? So this, I think everybody knows that you have acid in your stomach. If you don't know that, then you probably don't understand what acid reflux is because you have acid in your stomach. The acid is there to break down the food particles that you consume. You chew them up. It actually starts with the salivary glands and they produce an acid in your saliva that starts to break down the food particles. You swallow them. They go down the esophagus. They go down in the stomach. And then the stomach acid starts to work. Now, when you have those hunger pains and you start to feel hungry or you get those, you, you smell something and you're like, ooh, and you start salivating, your stomach starts pumping that acid out, right? And so if you don't eat something or you don't drink something, you don't treat that acidity level, that pH level change in your stomach, then yeah, you're going to have some possible issues. So if you smell something, you either need to get away from that quickly so that you can subdue that and turn that off, or you need to get something in you. It doesn't have to be a full meal. It can be something small. It can be nuts or a piece of fruit or something that, you know, something, some sort of snack item, but it's going to be something that's going to balance the pH level of the acid that's coming into your stomach. Now, most of us, as we grow, I've done, done episodes on this as far as the, the eating habits and how we have put ourselves into a three meal a day habit and all of this. Most of us get to a certain time of the day now because we've been trained. We get to a certain time of day, stomach acid starts coming out because we know at this part of the day, typically we sit down and we eat a meal. Now, that's all great. That's how it's supposed to work. It works. The acid starts pumping in. The pH level in your stomach is somewhere between one and three when there's no food in there and it's just the acid. The stomach acid is very acidic. Now, on a pH level, balanced would be seven. So anything that's above seven is going to be more alkaline and it's going to bring the acid level up. Or, I mean, sorry, it's going to bring the acid level down, the pH level up, but it's going to bring the acid level down. And so what happens is one of two things. One, you have a person who is eating the standard American diet, which is highly acidic in nature. Processed foods, processed drinks, high sugar count, high salt count, all of these things are highly acidic. And so when you put them into that, so their pH level is low. Their pH level is somewhere between one to four, one to five. You put them into an acid that's already a pH level one to three, it's going to stay low, right? Uh, you may even drop it, which is pretty crazy when you think of how low the stomach acid already is on a pH scale to start with. So you put all that in there, then the, the, there's, a, there's a key piece of this whole puzzle when it comes to your stomach Food will not leave your stomach until it reaches a pH level of about four to five. So the acids are already at one to three. So the acid level has to increase on the pH scale. Or if it, like diluting 
the, the acid that's in there, if you want to think of it that way. So you're either diluting the acid or you're increasing the pH level. Okay. So when you're doing that, it's, it's based on the food that you're consuming. Water is neutral most of the time. Uh, if you get alkaline water, it's going to be a little bit higher on this pH scale. Um, but most of the time it's neutral at seven. So if you drink water, you're going to dilute the acid that's in there, which is one reason why when you start to smell something that makes you salivate, that makes your stomach start to go, Ooh, Hey, and grumble because the acid's building up in there. You drink some water. If it's not a time to eat and it dilutes everything. And if you, as long as you get away from the smell, you should be fine. Same thing with like some nuts or a piece of fruit that typically are higher on the pH level. They're going to be somewhere in the eight or nine range. You eat those. It's going to dissipate and dilute the acid that's in there. It's going to bring it up on the pH scale somewhere between four and five, and it's going to leave your stomach. So that's great. And that's the way it's supposed to work. And it's supposed to work like that as you digest the food, it leaves the stomach, goes into the intestines and gets digested further and the nutrients get absorbed and everybody's happy and everything works well and it flows like it's supposed to. The problem is the standard American diet is so acidic that a lot of times it doesn't raise it high enough to get out of your stomach. And so have you ever felt bloated? Have you ever felt like you are overstuffed when you didn't really eat that much? Or maybe you ate too much and you're just sitting there and you're like, oh, it's just a big brick in my stomach and it won't move. And it's just, oh, what do I do? I'm just, well, that's because what you need to do is raise, typically, if you've eaten a lot of acidic food, you need to raise the pH level up a little bit so that it can get out of your system. So if you're taking a, a, an acid suppressant, sometimes that's going to work. It's not treating the acid reflux. It's treating the acid that's in the stomach. The acids in the stomach that's acidic, it's not a problem of the, the sphincter on top of the stomach allowing acid to come out because it's weak and it's not working properly. It's because the stomach's too full of acidic stuff. And so if it's too full of acidic stuff, you ate the wrong food because most of that acidic stuff is not going to have nutrients in it. So when it actually gets out and goes through the intestine, then it just gets bogged down and it gets stuck because there's nothing to, to there's no nutrients anywhere. And so it's just sitting there waiting to get moved through and it doesn't move through until it's at the right pH level as it goes through the intestines, which the intestines, the pH level is higher. pH level in the intestines somewhere in the eight, nine range. So it's on the alkaline side. So if it's acidic, when it goes through the stomach, if it's too acidic and it barely makes it out, it's got to make a big change to get the pH level to where it needs to be. And so what happens? It sits there and it sits there and it sits there and constipation. So what you need to do. So, well, then there's, so there's a flip side of that. What happens if you eat stuff that's way too alkaline, your pH levels are eight, nine, 10. So you're just, you're totally eating plants, vegetables that are all way up there in the high side of things. Can you eat too much of that and have an issue? Yes, you can. The 
issue bo is more like you have to eat a lot of that in comparison to the amount of food that you eat that's acidic um but what happens is it it typically doesn't cause acid reflux because what will happen is it'll 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 skyrocket that pH level above four into the five six range, and so what as it's breaking down that plant material in your stomach, which when it's in that four five six range, that's a really good range for it to break down. It's not going to break down as well if it's in a it's a pH of one or two. So as it gets to that four five or six range, it may go over the lo- the the level where it needs to actually leave the stomach. So it stays in the stomach, but typically you don't have acid reflux feeling so much because it's not as acidic as if it's staying in that two or three range and you can't get it high enough on the pH scale. So typically you won't have acid reflux from that issue, but you may. And if you do, and you take an acid suppressant at that point, you're not doing any good because you don't want to suppress the acid at that point. You actually want to increase the acid a little bit so that it'll drop the pH level to be able to get the food out of your system. So at that point, you want to drink something that's a little bit acidic in nature. So if you drink something that's a little bit acidic in nature, it's going to permeate quicker than it, if it was food because it doesn't have to be digested as quick as much. And so it's going to get in there and it's going to act like an acid to drop the pH level, push the food through, and you're going to be good. Make sure it's something healthy. You don't want something sugary because that's going to be really acidic. And it's going to mess things up on a blood sugar level. Um, but just black coffee, tea, something like that, that's going to be a little bit acidic. And it's going to push things through a little bit. Decaf if it's in the evening, of course. So those medications, you're treating a symptom of the fact that you ate poorly. So you want to eat properly. So you want to eat a nice, when, it's, when I'm saying balanced, I'm talking about in this instance, I'm talking about balance on a pH scale. You want, you want to eat foods that are going to, in a, in a, in a meal, in a complete meal, they're going to bring you somewhere in the seven, eight, six, seven, eight, nine range on a pH scale. So that when it counteracts with, or, or interacts, not counteracts, when it interacts with the acid in your stomach, it's going to raise that acid level. And then the food is going to go out into the rest of the digestive tract and do its thing and be absorbed and everybody's going to be happy. So a lot of times you don't have to take those medications. If you just know what you ate, if you know, and, and there's, there's pH charts for food that all over the internet. So you can, it's stuff's easily, you can easily find what the pH level is for different foods. And you might be surprised that something that you think is true is, is highly acidic, like a lemon or a citrus, you know, like we think of it as, as, as acidic and it might be, but it's the way that it acts in your body that matters. And so something may be acidic in nature, but how it acts in your body and reacts to the acid in your stomach in regards to the pH level is what's important. So lemons are actually a, a pretty alkaline item for you to eat. So if you're really acidic and you ate a bunch of acidic food and everything, then drinking some lemon water, because the water is going to be a pH 7, lemon's going to be in somewhere in the 9-10 range, you're going to increase your pH level 
So if your stomach's really hurting, you're really, and you know that you ate some really bad acidic food, um, you had some sodas, which are way down on the scale, somewhere in the pH of one, you had, you know, some French fries or um, fast, you know, any other fast food, something like that. It's going to be way down on the pH scale. And you're just, you've got this brick, you feel sluggish, you're, you know, your body's not, because your body, all your blood is going to your digestive tract because it's trying to fix this problem. It's trying to fix this issue in your stomach. And so all your attention internally is going to that. And so you're getting sleepy, you're getting fatigued, you're, all of these things are happening. Drink some lemon water. And one of the things that, that's, that's interesting about it is a lot of people will think like, oh, you're drinking lemon water because it's going to wake up my brain. The lemon's going to stimulate my brain, da, da, da. which it does, but it does that because it's relieving the issue in your stomach. And so once it does that, then the brain, the blood can go back to the brain. The blood can go back to everywhere else in your body. And you go, oh, hey, now I'm awake. Now I feel good again. Now I'm good. And you can do that without the medication. And whenever I talk about medication, one of the big things that always pops up in my mind, which uh, I have said for years and uh, was verified in um, all the stuff that came out with COVID in taking this medication or that medication. And, and so many doctors, and I've, I've heard multiple doctors say this about prescription drugs. Some of them are great as far as what they, they help people with. So don't get me wrong. If you have an, a, an acute issue, prescription drugs are, are absolutely something that need to be part of your treatment plan. But with that being said, all prescription drugs have a toxicity level. So they all do something negative to your body. Some of them help really well, but they all do something negative to your body somewhere. So if you can treat anything that you have symptoms for, if you can figure out what the cause is, and most times acid reflux is simply because you don't eat properly. And if you can treat the cause without using medication, you're going to be better off long-term. So um, if you have questions about it, holler at me. You can email me, uh, text me, hit me on the, you know, comment on the web, on the, the podcast site, uh, shoot me an email through my website, just get in touch with me. I'd be glad to help you figure out if you have, especially if you have chronic acid reflux, to help you figure out if it's truly an issue with your stomach or is it simply something that you're eating and, or how you're eating it and the time frame that you're eating it that is causing the issue. Because if you can fix that, a lot of times you fix something like that in somebody's life, it's life-changing as if they no longer have to deal with that. Life-changing. Thanks for checking out the All in Health and Wellness Confidence Through Health podcast. Our goal is to use health as a conduit to help you reach your goals in life.